0: Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host, from juliatreat.com. Grateful to be with you as we move through this great awakening together. Today I wanted to talk about the importance of walking through the doors that are opening. I am connecting with so many people, getting readings, getting sessions for guidance, and they're starting to understand You know, certain doors closing, whether it's to a job, a career, a family, um, a soulmate, whatever the case may be, those doors are closing for a reason. And if we focus on that, the doors closing and that we have to, you know, that has to come back or that has to be a certain way, you're going to miss all the doors that are opening. One thing that I say daily is God show me the way. What's the next step? What's the next whatever? Show me the way. What do I need to do next? Um, again, those are things I see every single day, and it's oh, it's one 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 at my house, one eleven p.m. One of the doors that uh, continues to fly open for me is the door to ASEA. Michael and I still. Spend our lives without any issues being sick. We are around people in groups and crowds doesn't matter uh, nothing affects us we are very grateful for that and you know, I had my most recent breakthrough with that is Being free from all allergies including all animals everything in the environment and a ton of food allergies that I'd had my entire life and I'm completely free from those and so uh, the one of the top people, I don't honestly, he's like the spokesperson for ASEA. If you've ever watched the testimonials on realredoxresults.com, that's a site where you can go and just see all kinds of testimonials. And everyone's interviewed by Alan, uh, Alan Noble, and he is actually asked to interview me. And so I'm thrilled that he reached out, he heard my story, he heard about me being free from all the allergies, and also that I was able to get off medication that i have been on for 30 years with zero any kind of um, side effect. So that is going to be live if you wanna join us. It is tomorrow night, I'm recording this on Wednesday, it's tomorrow night, Thursday, February 2nd, at 9 p.m. Eastern. I will be on with Alan live and it is a Zoom call, and this is how you can get on if you wish to come watch us live. Just go to the site discoveracea.com. That's discoveracea.com. And you have to put in an ID number. The ID number for the Zoom is 775 670 145. If it asks for a password, the password is GIFT. Again, I hope you can join us live. Uh, whether or not you are interested in ASEA, it'd just be fun to have your energy there with us. My next kids' class, Bronze Academy class, is this Saturday, February 4th, from 1 to 2.30 PM Eastern. It is all about animal communication. Again, these are doors that are flying open that I have procrastinated about for quite some time. Past lives, guys, is past lives. They're going to fuck with us. They're going to keep us from doing what we're here to do. And um, I continue to push through any and all perceived blocks and just live up to my dedication to the children and how I can help them. You know, these are things that we've been dumbed down about. We have this ability to communicate with animals. We had the ability to, to communicate telepathically. We don't have to wait for something, some big bang, some big light to happen, to start working on those, you know, remembering those things. It takes work. It takes practice. And, um, you know, the children are so easy to help them remember what they're able to do because they are not as blocked as we are as adults. So the weekend class this Saturday it's um, $47 per household. So, whether you have one child or you have 10, if you have 10, God help you. <laughs> uh, I can't even imagine. But one per household. And um, hop on the Zoom. By the way, if you also, you know, Mia comes to my classes and her grandmother, Joyce, comes to my classes. And, you know, Joyce, uh, she is a, a snowbird. She gets to go to Florida, back and forth from Florida to Pennsylvania. And she's in Florida right now, and Mia's in Pennsylvania. And that's no big deal. I'm just going to send them both the Zoom link and they can both hop on because I really love it when the caregivers can be there with the kids. This isn't really like you know the brick and mortar school we send them to and we are never around them. This is your opportunity to learn and grow with your child or your grandchild. So caregivers are always welcome to be in the class. In fact, I think it's so important. So, you know, many doors flying open. The ASEA, um, my kids' classes, the doors are flying open. People are now requesting to get readings in my home again. I have opened that door. So that is also now an option. Just the uh, difference will be that it will have to be when Michael's home because um, my current dogs, Macy and Gracie, are a little more high-strung than Daisy and Rosie were. And they are so excited when people come over that we'll never get through a reading. So <laughs> Michael's got to take him out in the man cave, get the fire going, and watch the television out there. So that is an option, though. It's a possibility. But I will always be doing them um, on Zoom as well. So in the kids' class, just so you can get an idea of what they will be doing this weekend, they will be learning their spirit animal totem. You know, We have one main animal totem. guides us and then we have animals that come in and out of our lives with messages and that will also be part of the class teaching them about that teaching them how they can look up the messages you know if they need to go find the message if they don't get it themselves um, they can always look it up but i'm also going to be telling them several stories of things that happened with me i know people teach animal communication differently and i know some people that teach it as in you're going to practice, you know, communicating with your animal, your pet, telepathically, and you're going to tell your pet to walk across the room to you or, or, or uh, somehow, you know, respond to your words, like your commands. And I, that is not how I teach it. That is not how I learned it. No one taught it to me. It came naturally. And that's what I'm going to be sharing with the children, that animal communication comes naturally. Now, the first animal I communicated with, that I knowingly communicated with, was the first time I went to Sedona for a retreat. I talk about that in uh, the book I wrote, Stepping into the Light. You can always find it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, just Stepping into the Light, Julia Treat, boom, you'll see it. But I went on a retreat, which I do know the angels helped me go on. They brought me the money for the retreat, because I was at my rock bottom in every area of my life. I was losing my marriage, my business, because I was too sick to work. Didn't know I had Lyme disease at the time. I was heading to bankruptcy, everything. And I heard about this retreat in Sedona and I felt I, I'm supposed to be there. I just don't know how I'm gonna do it. I had zero money and I just said, angels. It's really the first time I kind of tested them. <laughs> I said, angels, if I'm supposed to be on that retreat, you bring me the money. And I let it go, I forgot about it. I didn't even think about it again. Two weeks later, Get a letter in the mail. It's from my car insurance company. I'm like, why are they sending me a letter? I just sent my payment in, you know, I just paid them. But as I was opening the envelope, I noticed it, was, it looked like a check. Then I went, oh yeah, you know, we, I get $100 you know, every year for being a safe driver. This must be that check. Well, as I peeled it open, the check was for $963, and it was the exact amount of the retreat. I'm trying to think how long ago that was. (laughs) I don't know. I've lost track of the years. But I went on the retreat and I knew it was going to be life changing. And I had had this hawk showing up in my life. When I started having my own awakening into my abilities and being able to sense things and feel things and see things that, you know, most people may not be able to, you know, really just that true connection with everything, I was like, you know, noticing this hawk starting to come around. And it wasn't coming around because I was feeding birds. It would literally come and sit in a tree and, and peer at me, like look at me. And this hawk would show up in different forms, a red tail hawk. We had a golden hawk uh, show up at my house here where I'm at now with Michael. The red tail hawk showed up at my house when I lived out at this lake by myself. Very secluded, had lots of time to be in nature and around animals. So, this hawk would show up in different forms, but it was always a hawk. And when I went on this retreat, you know, we checked in. And by the way, when we checked in, there were hundreds of hummingbirds flying over our heads as we got out of the little mini bus that we were riding in. Hundreds of, we, we were like in awe, hundreds of hummingbirds flying around our heads. Like they were so excited to see us. I've always had this connection with the, you know, the the bird family. You are, I do believe the birds are an angelic family too. You can come as that, but we checked in and made our way to this the house. It was called the Orange House at the time where we were staying. Kind of our whole group got this one big house with different bedrooms. And our guide, she walked into the house and she led me to a room and she said, "Oh, and this will be your room." And I looked at the sign over the room because they have every room named. They named it something. But my room was called the Hawk Room. Now, these are the stories I'm going to be telling the munchkins this weekend. Stories like this. But I'm going to go a little further for you. because um, And by the way, I do know how to talk kid style for sure. <laughs> um, and the children love, love my stories. I usually have visuals, some kind of pictures to show them while I'm telling the story. So... On that retreat, though, we had a day where we had to be in complete silence for half of the day. If you've never done that, it's, it can be difficult when you're not used to it, believe me. Silence, nothing. No speaking, no watching anything, no listening to anything. You're in complete silence. So here we are. I just walked around the land where we were staying. I just walked for like the whole half a day that we had to do it. I just walked around. I looked at things. I might have taken a little cat nap. I don't know. But everywhere I walked, this little bird showed up. And it was a light-colored bird. I don't even, I can't remember if I ever looked up the name, but chickadee comes in my head. Again, I'm not saying it was a chickadee. That just popped in my head right now. It's quite possible. And it would chirp. You know, it was just sitting there, it's chirping. Everywhere I went, every path, it'd fly off. And then I'd walk, you know, whatever, a few minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, stop, there's this bird. It'd show up and start chirping. And so I enjoyed this little bird the whole time. And see, I understand now the bird was even showing me. You're going to be blown away with what you can do, okay? I'm trying to show you that we, are, we can communicate like this. So the silence part came to an end, and it, it was coming to an end at the time we were going to meet for dinner in the, um, cafe- well, it wasn't really a cafeteria, small little kitchen with a you know, long table we could all sit at. So everybody was heading to dinner and I was on my path walking by myself, you know, heading to dinner. And, and my clock says one twenty-three now, One two three. One twenty-three p.m. By the way, the numbers are also telling you and showing you the doors that are opening. You know, something you're talking about, you're thinking about, they're showing you the doors that are opening. You need to walk through them. Okay. On with my story. So this little bird, here it was right before I was about to make it up to the kitchen in the little sitting area where we eat, the dining, dining hall, that's what I meant to call it. The bird lands in a tree. Or maybe he was waiting for me. I think he was sitting there in the tree as I walked up, if I think back many years ago. And I said, okay, I know you have a message for me, but what is it? What's your message? Importance of asking questions, let me remind you. The bird turned around, just turned around, and on his back, he was a light colored bird, like either light tan or maybe a little yellowish, not like a yellow finch though. But on his back, he had a black V. The way that his feathers were, it made a V, and I heard victory in my head. Now, I went there, broken soul. I was broken in every area of my life. I even said it in our opening circle. I said, my mentor at the time said, you know, go in circle and why are you here? And I, I just said, I'm broken. And I just started bawling. So this bird, I had already felt that I would made this massive shift. And this bird was letting me know, you are victorious. You will be victorious. So that was the first bird, other than my hawk showing up, you know, all the time. And then being in the hawk room. That's still animal communication in a way. I mean, there's all different levels of animal communication. and As I take your little ones through these stories, they're going to understand how amazing it really is when we take the time to really just connect with the animal kingdom. So I'll be telling them those stories. I'll also be telling them about uh, the one retreat that I ran where everybody was getting ready to lay in a circle and get some healing work done and feel better. And this is how I talked to the kids. And then all of a sudden, a big boom happened. And a bird hit the window. And everybody ran outside. And one of the girls grabbed the bird and held it in her hands. And she came over to me. And she was almost in tears because the bird was lifeless, just laying there, and said, Julia, can you do something, please? And I said, sure, give me the bird. Took the bird in my hands, turned on my healing superpowers, And I started talking to the bird telepathically. Okay, In my mind, I'm telling the bird, you are so beautiful. You're amazing. You're going to be okay." I sit down on a rock, and I just hold the bird in my hands, and I'm just praying, and I'm using my superpowers, and I'm talking to the bird. And I'm just being very patient, and I'm just sitting. And I'm only imagining that bird moving and breathing and coming to life. And after a few minutes, I feel a little flutter in my hand, and I feel another little flutter, so I kind of pull my hand out to give it some more room, and the bird is now, like, tilting up on its feet. It was on its side, or kind of side on its back, and he's blinking in his eyes, and so I just tell him how beautiful he is, and how amazing he is, and look at you. You're doing it, and I'm doing, you know, sending the the healing superpowers, and I'm Telling the bird, you're beautiful, you're amazing, right? And it just just sat there with the bird for maybe 30 minutes till I finally took my other hand off and I just had my hand open and the bird's just sitting on my hand. And I do have a picture of this, by the way, that I'll be showing the kids. And the bird is just standing there looking at me. And I could hear him thanking me over and over it really was more like i love you i love you i love you i could hear the bird just saying i love you so much and uh, someone in the group saying i think the bird's name's thomas and i said oh hi thomas i start talking to thomas then everybody goes inside gets ready to go get that healing work done and thomas doesn't want to leave my hand he wants to stay in my hand he doesn't he won't fly off he won't so I go over to a tree, and I just slowly put my hand by the branch, and he steps off, one, just off to the side, and he's on the branch. I tell him I love him, and I go inside. And I tell the group, I got the message from Thomas. I know why Thomas hit the window. And they said, why? I said, it goes along with a story that they talk about from the Bible, the doubting Thomas, that Thomas didn't believe it could happen. And that bird came to show you a miracle so that you would believe it's possible right before you're getting ready to ask for your miracle. Everybody was amazed and blown away and it was one of the coolest experiences of my life. I'll also be telling them about Sam, the horse that I met that was dying. And I'm going to tell them how I went to meet Sam. I didn't know what it was going to happen, what to expect. I just knew I was going—I needed to go meet Sam, and that I was working with these teenagers, and we all did this healing superpower work. Yes, it's called Reiki, but I'm going to—I'm really just leaning into calling it healing superpowers now. You know, I believe Reiki is just to help souls remember what they're able to do. That's all it is. So we went with our healing superpowers, and we went and. Uh, I had gotten a phone call from Corey, and she's the one that takes care of Sam. You know, she was taking care of Sam for his owner, and she just said, you know, he's so sick, is there anything you can do for him? He's eating, and we take care of him, but he cannot gain weight, and he keeps losing more weight. And I said, absolutely. The kids and I are going to come out and meet Sam. And there were four of us, four kids and me. We went out in my car, I took them. we took a drive out to see Sam, about 40 minutes from us. And Corey had told me, she said, I just wanted you to be prepared, and I want you to prepare the children. He is very, very skinny. And it doesn't look good, but I just want you to be aware. And so I told the kids, he's going to be really, really skinny, and that's OK. We're just going to go see what we can do for Sam. So we pulled up, and we went into the barn where she had Sam. And he was skinny. I could see his skeleton. I could see all his bones everywhere. He just didn't look like he felt well. And so the kids just started, you know, going wherever they felt led to. They put their hands, some on his stomach, some on his knee, some on his back, some on his face. One of the girls started brushing his hair. One started braiding his tail. Just started giving him all this love and affection. And I put my hands on Sam. Just didn't know why, but I was supposed to. I just put my hands on Sam. And I asked, how can I help you? I didn't say it out loud. I just said it in my head. Like, what do you need from me? How can we help you? And I started to feel Sam's sadness. He was sad. And he was sad because he used to be a horse that performed in competition. You know, he'd jump over the, the rails and round things. And again, these are pictures I'll show the kids that horses do. And he got sick, and he couldn't do it anymore. He lost his purpose, and now he's sad because he doesn't feel good enough to do it anymore. And so, you know, I'll continue to tell the kids how we worked with him, and then I felt like I wanted to come back and work with him again by myself, which I did, and I worked with him three different times, and he started getting better. He started filling out. He started gaining weight. And I even got that a young girl was going to come adopt him. And guess what? She showed up. A young girl came to adopt Sam. That's who he was supposed to be with next. And I'll tell them how when I went to see him to say goodbye because she was going to adopt him and I wouldn't get to see him again there, that I could not tell him apart from the other horses I could always tell him apart because he was so skinny. And when I showed up to say goodbye, I think it was six weeks later, that's how fast it happened. He was the shiniest, healthiest, most beautiful horse, most muscular. I mean, it was—it blew me away. But I got to see him, and, knew, and I knew that he was going to his forever home. And I did receive a picture not too long after that. He was traveling around the state, and he was winning championships again. All because I just went to meet a horse to see if there's anything I could do. Now, I hope you notice I'm telling you the story in about the way that I would teach the kids. And that will be one of the stories that I will be sharing with them. I'll be sharing things about my Macy and Gracie and ways that we communicate. But, you know, and I'm really going to be emphasizing that this is animal communication with any animal. I don't care if it's a turtle, a a hamster, a frog, a bunny, a ferret, a bird, whatever the case may be. These are our God-given abilities. And I am grateful every, every single day that for whatever reason, I leaned back into mine, and now I have the privilege and honor to to get to help children remain in that magical space that God created within us, that it's not make-believe, it's for real. Hear me when I say, that it's time to walk through the doors that are opening. It's time to keep those doors shut that are closed. There's no going back. And if you feel like nothing's opening, take some time and start really talking with God. What's next? What do I do next? What is my next step? What do you wish me, for me to do? How can I be the best of service here? Show me the way, right? Get out of your own ego, which is only, you know, that stands for edging God out. Let go of the ego and ask God what's next. Show me the way. But I am going to encourage you to start doing something. The past few years have been very difficult for all of us. And I think so many have just gotten paralyzed or stuck or, literally in concrete or quicksand. And it's time to rise. I'm doing things differently. I've eliminated so much from my life. I uh, was telling the group this past weekend, the, the most recent group who took my psychic medium angel intuitive course, I said, it's time to clear out the cobwebs of your life. You know, the people, the things that you don't wanna do, that just all the stuff. Any just it's time to clear out the cobwebs. And then, you know, even internally, and then really what happens is it transpires to your home when you start clearing the clutter and the cobwebs in your house. For whatever reason. I I mean I was always an avid cleaner. You know, our house was always looked good, clean, whatever. But it is it is crisp, clean. Uh, all the time, I mean, it's just, I look around and go, wow, just such a beautiful, crisp, clean look. And I, you know, sometimes we can look at our homes and it, be, it can reflect what's going on in our life. If there's a lot of clutter, disarray, uncleanly, you know, things out of place, that's probably reflecting what life is like right now. So um, I hope to have you and your munchkin. You don't have to attend with them, but it is fun. Sometimes the caregivers are off to the side, but you'd be right there on screen with them. I don't care. I think it's an amazing thing, and I think it's, we need to do more of that where it's, hey, kids, we're going to take this class together. Not, hey, you go sit in front of the screen, and Mommy is going to be in the other room. I think it's really time we start you know, reactivating our abilities together with our children, our grandchildren. And there is no charge for you. It's just, like I said, 47 bucks per household. The whole family can be there. I don't care. Uh, The more that are there, the better. (laughs) But we're going to have fun. And make sure when you do sign up for the class that we have um, paper, poster board paper, anything they want to create with. You don't have to have poster board. I'm just saying if you do, if they like to create on poster board, crayons, markers, colored pencils, paints, whatever they use to create, because every class that I teach, um, I do encourage them to create their experience so that they never forget, and they blow me away with what they are able to share. We will have a a show and tell at the end. They they can share their creations if they wish. This is a conversation, a Q&A, so we are in this together. They get to speak with me. It's so much fun but I'll have pictures, fun things, fun things for all. All right, I'm sending so much love your way, and I'll talk to you soon. God bless, and namaste.